Welcome to the Fresh Nest podcast, where we talk all things freshening your nest, from decluttering to design, decor and home styling. I'm Hannah Bullivant, an interior designer, interior stylist and content creator, and I teach folk to declutter, design and decorate their home from a place of self-knowing. Welcome back to another episode of the Fresh Nest podcast. Today I am talking about art and this is not a listener request. This is a Hannah request because I realised when I was recording another podcast that I just had so much to say about art. So much so that this has ended up being a two part series. So this is part one. I studied English and art history at university and absolutely loved it. The art history part was a last minute change and I'm so grateful for my past self for doing that. I could get lost in art books, museums and galleries. I adore art, the story behind it, the artists who's made it, what it says about who bought it and the way that it elevates a room. In this episode, I'm going to be covering how to choose art and affordable art ideas. And in the second part, I'm going to be talking about how to frame art, how to hang art and gallery wall ideas. Art and the way that it's hung can be transformative to any room, for better or for worse. A thoughtfully placed piece of art can provide a focal point, add a wow factor, bring together a colour scheme, help to build rhythm and repetition with other elements in the room and, most of all, joyfully sing of the homeowner's personality. Now, I think that is what I love most about it. You can use art to direct attention, for example, by helping a TV blend into a room, or you can create a focal point away from it. Art and decorative objects offer a great opportunity to inject your personality into your home. I use the term art very loosely to cover any decorative item hung on a wall or displayed on a surface. Think scarves, clothing, kids' drawings. I am not snobby and I've got lots more to say about this. You certainly do not need any special experience to buy art. Let me say that again. You don't need to have any special experience to buy art. You might benefit from working with an art consultant, but don't be intimidated. It's so intimidating, isn't it? And I think buy or allow yourself to feel connection to the art pieces and let that guide you rather than feeling like you don't know enough to even ask how much it is or ask how it's made or who made it. However, some small warnings when chosen or hung badly or framed badly, art has the ability to make things look a bit bitty, ill-considered, soulless and mass-produced. Yeesh. Thankfully, there are some simple tips to avoid this. How to choose art for your home. Choosing art for your home is an extremely personal process and it's very subjective as well. You're going to be drawn to stuff completely different than what I'm drawn to, for example. And the key thing here is that you feel confident about what you love and about your favourite colours, your favourite styles. That's what's going to guide you here. 
but I do have some further tips to help you find some pieces and choose some pieces for your home and hopefully navigate this relatively intimidating field. So the first thing is that you start with the space. What are the colours in the room currently? You don't need to stick to these colours doggedly, but it's just useful to be aware of them because sometimes choosing art that references those colours looks great or choosing art that offers a contrast to the existing colours can look fantastic. Either way, you need to have the current colours kind of in your head when you are choosing art. So you need to consider the space where the art's going to be displayed. You need to choose pieces that are proportional to the space and create a focal point in the room. Number two, choose art that makes your heart sing. Sometimes that means entirely disregarding what I just said in point one and trusting that you'll find a place for it. Not practical, I know, but yes, it is joyful. It's important that you love what's on your walls. Art is a super personal choice. So choose pieces that resonate with you and your memories, your experience, your culture. Consider the emotions or feelings that the art evokes in you. And how will it make you feel when you see it in your home? Three, choosing art because it's fashionable or looked nice on a retailer's website is a surefire way to create rooms lacking in personality. Art should make a statement and be a talking point. Four, determine your budget. Art can be expensive, so determine your budget before you start shopping. Consider buying prints or reproductions or secondhand pieces if you're on a tight budget, or invest in a few high quality pieces if you have more to spend. I like saving up for more high-end pieces, original pieces, or getting contributions from friends and family members for birthdays as well. I'm definitely planning to do this for my 40th, getting contributions and then buying an original art piece. I can't think of anything nicer, actually. Number five, mix it up. Don't be afraid to mix and match different art styles, mediums, sizes and frame colour. You want to hang a combination of framed prints, canvases, textile pieces, kids art, etc. to create art that really shows off the personality of you and your family. Hanging just one type of art in the same frame throughout your home will feel more like a hotel than a home. Affordable art ideas. So what to do when you love art, but you do not have the budget for it? I have pulled together a ton of tips in this next part to hopefully help you to be able to Find art that does meet your budget without needing to necessarily buy cheap reproduction prints. Although there's sometimes a really good place for those prints. I'm not poo-pooing them completely. Okay, so when it comes to art, my first tips, I guess, are to really know your style. I know we touched on this, but to, to feel confident in the colours and the style that you love, to be fluent in the sort of memories that you want to evoke, the feelings that you want to evoke. You always want to start when you're choosing anything with you, not what's in fashion, not what's on trend, your memories, your loves, your passions and your values. My other tip is don't be afraid to ask. Sometimes art dealers, artists, art galleries can be incredibly snooty and they won't want to tell you the price. And that really always does my head in, but it doesn't stop me from asking. I'm like, I can still find out. Don't be afraid to ask.
Okay, so here we go. Here's my tips for finding art, original, affordable art. My first tip is to look for original pieces by emerging artists. So you can often snag a bargain bit of art or sculpture or pottery, whatever it is, from an artist who's not quite yet been completely discovered yet. So there are places like the Affordable Art Fair, Partnership Editions, these are all in the UK, Art Space, Art Finder and Saatchi Arts all sell pieces from emerging artists at more affordable price tags. When I say more affordable, I mean, I looked today, there's art on there for £3,000. That is not going to be affordable for many of you. But I also spotted some pieces at £700. So yeah, it's about looking at and following some of the kind of companies, retailers, etc., who are searching and finding emerging artists and then selling their work for a more affordable price. Tip two, art fairs. Art fairs in general are a great place to find original pieces. It may involve sifting through some not so great stuff, but usually in an art fair, you will find at least a few artists or makers who, re who you really love, who you can kind of get on their mailing list and get to know their work. Also look out for artists that are local to you and on Instagram as well, the, th the people you come across on social media. I try to collect original artwork when I can and will one day have a lovely collection. My next tip is print shops. Many print shops offer affordable art prints of popular works of art. These prints are often high quality and come in a range of sizes, making it easy to find one that fits your space. Look out for limited edition print runs as well. That's a great way to get something a bit more unusual. So yes, print shops, these are not original pieces of art, but there are ways to do prints that don't necessarily mean going down the mass produced route. There are some print shops who really specialize in doing a limited edition print run or a signed edition, that kind of thing. My next tip is to follow or have on your radar screen printing and framers shops and printing presses as well and look out for their studio sales. So locally to me, I have a really wonderful screen printing place called The Print Block and they have an online shop so you can check them out. I'll put all of the links to the shops that I've mentioned in the show notes, by the way. So the print block offer loads of prints made by the artists that use the screen printing press and there is some beautiful original pieces there. My next tip is secondhand stores like charity shops and flea markets. These can be great places to find original affordable art pieces. Also, just look out for frames that you could pair with a separate print or art piece. So when you are in flea markets and secondhand shops, yes, look out for the art, but also keep an eye out for a beautiful frame because I love it when a vintage frame is put onto like a contemporary print or art piece. It can look just really, really beautiful and completely makes even a mass produced print look like a really elevated work of art. Next tip and very similar to the secondhand charity shop one is just general antique and vintage art can be a great way to get original pieces for an affordable price. I have now got a few pieces from Sulis Fine Art, S-U-L-I-S. They specialise in vintage and antique art and they do sell some contemporary artists as well. And they came with like certificates of authenticity and things like that. My next tip, I should have numbered these, are DIY projects. It can actually be quite simple to do some sorts of DIY sculptures and, and art pieces basically. So 
If you are feeling crafty, if you feel like you could, then consider making your own. So there are tons of DIY tutorials on Instagram, on Pinterest, on YouTube that will guide you through the process of creating your own original art piece, whether that's a painting, a collage, a sculpture, a textile piece, whatever it is. I recently saw someone making a sculpture that I now feel confident that I could make. And it was a sculptural lamp base. And the base was just made up of pieces of of cardboard and packaging and then tape and then papier-mâché on the top and painted. And it just looked so good. I was like, I could do that. So yeah, think about what you could actually make yourself or maybe like what your kids might be able to make themselves as well. Second to last tip is art school sales. Many art schools hold annual student art sales where you can find affordable pieces by emerging artists before places like Saatchi Art get to them. And these sales can be a really great way of supporting young artists while adding unique and affordable art to your home. So I went to Goldsmiths, which is an art college in London. I did art history in English, so I didn't study art. But I used to love going to the art fairs. And I have a collection of pottery from one of those art sales that I still love to this day. So yeah, if you've got a local art college near you, or if you've just travel to university or college, then look out for that. And the last tip is I wanted to talk a bit about mass produced prints because sometimes this is the only way that you can afford to have art on your walls and there is nothing wrong with that. So these are prints from places like Decenio, Ikea and Poster Club. And these can be a really great affordable way to put art on your walls. But what I would say is approach carefully, consider really, really carefully and only really get stuff that super connects with you and that you really, really love. Just buy one or two pieces, don't buy a whole gallery wall and mixing and matching like a mass produced print with something you've made yourself or your child has made with an original art piece is the way to go rather than just putting mass produced prints on the wall. And the reason for that is because it just lacks a bit of you in it. And we want art that actually speaks of you and your personality, not that looks like a retailer's website or a show home. Don't buy them all at the same time and you want to layer these in really carefully and just be thoughtful about how to use them. That was That's what I say about prints. There's nothing wrong with mass-produced prints. Sometimes it's all we can afford. Just consider it really carefully. My next big tip about affordable art is to change your definition of art. I'm going to list a load of examples and ideas of things that you can hang, display or frame that are not art. But often, if they are displayed in the right way, if they're hung with a beautiful mount and backing and frame, you can turn anything into a charming and unique piece of art for your home. The first one is tea towels. I love the limited edition Tate ones. I've got a couple of Jenny Holtz embroidered tea towels. They were limited edition and they were shockingly inexpensive. Um, I have yet to actually get them framed, but I've just put them up on the wall with tacks for now, but I will frame them. But yeah, sometimes you can frame really beautiful tea towels, but have a look at the Tate shop for some really cool, actual amazing art pieces, essentially. Okay, the second one is plates. We've seen plate walls come in and out of fashion over the last sort of 10 years or so. But I think whether you go full on plate wall or just the odd incredible plate, 
they do add a really nice contrast to a gallery wall because they're round, they're not framed, they're, the glaze is different. So it's just often a nice thing to have. I quite like hanging a little trio of plates in a stack on a small bit of wall between something and something else, like maybe on the side of a fireplace or something. So yeah, think about plates. The next one is mirrors, kind of obvious, but yeah, mirrors can fill a wall and they can be relatively inexpensive, especially if you're looking in antiques markets and Facebook marketplace and places like that. Beautiful pieces of fabric. Let's talk about three of my most beloved pieces of art in my home. Two of them are samplers, patchwork samplers, and I bought them from a junk market in southeast London like 20 years ago and I had them framed maybe 10 years ago from a brilliant framers in Lewisham who I think I hope is still going strong. I added a mount and then I did just a simple black frame and they have been my most favourite possessions like that whole time. I've always loved patchwork so when I saw them I absolutely loved them and the finish on them I, th I think they were probably done by a child. They're not particularly beautiful but framed I just love them. I love the colours. I love everything about them. The third piece is a, a vintage Ramba ballet poster, which I bought from the same <laughs> junk market. It's really large. It's got crease marks in it. Again, I've had that framed and that is another one of my absolute favourite pieces of art. So anyway, I've got, got a bit distracted. The main point is fabric can look absolutely gorgeous. Another thing that I've done a few times is hang really large scarves, like block printed cotton scarves can look very beautiful hung up on the wall, require no framing, just a couple of pins. I've also collected a few sailing signal flags as well. They come in all kinds of different bright colours. Got a black one with a white cross on it and it looks really gorgeous. It's huge and it can make a really great impact in the room. So think about fabric. The next one is quilts, tapestries or embroideries. Same really as the fabric, but these are more meant to hang on a wall. I often look for these on Etsy. There's a really great selection of people on Etsy. And I also follow a few contemporary quilters as well wreaths wreaths look really great hung on a wall i have a class on my website it's a, i think it's 42 pounds and it'll teach you everything you know how to make your own woven base wreath you can change it through the season it looks beautiful all year round again it's about contrast so it looks great amidst sort of framed and even plates and things like that and mirrors because it's got so much texture in it shells or branches either hung on the wall or displayed on a surface always look beautiful as do pressed flowers and leaves and then you can expand this even further. What I care most about as a designer is helping you to create spaces that really feel like you. And the following ideas are some of the ways that you can do that. So I really love it when people display things like cinema tickets, exhibition tickets, travel tickets from a really special trip, kids' drawings, recipes, especially handwritten recipes, receipts yes even receipts can look fantastic and really nicely framed i'm not talking like your aldi shopping receipt although go for it if it's special to you i'm talking about receipts from a really special purchase or a really special meal something that's going to connect with a memory that you have if you do have a really special drawing on a really crap piece of paper the other thing that you can do is scan it in and then have it printed onto slightly nicer paper so there's another option for you as well pretty leaflets and postcards can look great framed Clothing, especially baby clothes. Letters, it can look so gorgeous to have a little collection of letters framed on the wall. Old black and white photos, Polaroids. And lastly, my top tip for getting really great affordable art, 
is to look up exhibition posters and especially vintage exhibition posters. So think about some of your favorite artists, let's say Matisse, you would go onto Etsy or eBay or First Dibs or any of those other antique and vintage places and start searching for vintage Matisse exhibition poster. And you can thank me later. Some of my favorite prints have actually been ones that I've bought after going to an exhibition and really enjoying the pieces. And the nice thing is that they are a little bit more hard to get, often limited edition run. And again, just get the framing right. Make sure it's got a beautiful mount. Make sure it's got a beautiful frame, whether you do it yourself or go to the framers. Look out for way more tips on framing and hanging in part two. Okay, so that is a wrap on part one. I've talked about how to choose art and loads of affordable art ideas. In the second part, I'm gonna be talking about how to frame art, how to hang art, and how to do a gallery wall really well, because it turns out I have so much more to say. So yeah, join me next time for part two on art. Mm -hmm.